Hello, this is Grad School Grad, a podcast about public policy and international relations graduate programs in the United States. For today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that concerns uh, international relations graduate students and prospective students. And that is thinking about studying IR uh, from either the area studies angle or a functional focus angle. This is a fun topic for me because uh, there's lots of different opinions about this that I've encountered uh, from my family, my friends, and people in the IR space. Um, and this is also interesting because I would say uh, my opinion on this is a little bit different than that of my family members who went to IR programs. Um, just as a reminder, I can speak coherently to this topic because I used to be in the IR space professionally. Um, I also collaborated with a lot of IR topics or with a lot of IR students involving IR topics. Uh, and uh, broadly speaking, uh, have engaged uh, alums and students from IR schools about this topic. So I just want to give uh, context about what exactly I'm talking about. And that is, broadly speaking, um, for international relations students, there's two approaches to think about uh, studying IR. One is an area studies approach. So that is focusing on a country, maybe a region, um, and just becoming very familiar with uh, the country or region specifics, uh, specific issues, culture, language, and then tying it to how that country or region um, manages or uh, occurs uh, IR-related issues. Uh, The second is a functional focus. So... This would be something along the lines of uh, picking a functional uh, element or a st- area, of, area of study within IR. So, for example, trade, human rights, uh, economic relations, uh, sanctions, uh, mil- military national security. That's a big one. Uh, global public health is one that became really important during COVID. Uh, and the list of functional areas just keep on going. But just... Uh, Picking functional focus, or or maybe at times I have seen like a basket of functional focuses because at a certain point some functional focuses bend into each other. But picking a functional focus or basket of functional focuses and uh, focus on focus on that. Um, usually those people that choose a functional focus area, um, it's not that they're like completely area agnostic. Um, they they still have a primary knowledge base. Tied to uh, a certain set of countries or regions, but it's not a very it's not highly targeted uh, on one country or region, so to speak. So I mean, and I want to highlight this is just starting out in a graduate program in IR. Somewhere down lines in some people's career paths, uh, they people might get much more focused, like. Uh, for example, some someone might professionally be focused, and actually there are people professionally focused, on uh, sanctions against RAN, for example. So that would be like a very both functionally and area-focused uh, career role. So yes, some people get hyper-focused down the line. But uh, generally speaking, starting off in grad school, uh, people generally take one, one, or one of the two approaches uh, that I just mentioned. So how does this manifest or either push manifest? So the easiest way to talk about this 
is in terms of the graduate degree pursued. There are area studies degrees out there um, that are, for example, Russian studies, uh, uh, East Asian studies, Middle Eastern studies. uh, And these are graduate programs, very well-respected IR programs in the United States and uh, across the world, uh, actually. And so, so, you know, if someone's really interested in area studies um, and really loves learning about area, the culture of an area, uh, and the issues involved in area, uh, this is the, the fastest way to essentially focus on it via graduate school route. Uh, so I kind of want to talk about uh, the pros and cons of going towards the area studies uh oriented degree straight off the bat so number one it's the it's the interesting dynamic of what area becomes in vogue changes a lot and at a certain point there's no predicting it so uh the example i like to give is russian studies as we all know russian related issues are all over news right now uh, and has been since 2014 but in the late 2000s to before 2014, there was a lot of talk, and I think it actually happened in some schools where the Russian studies departments actually closed down due to lack of funding. Because you know, that was Cold War's over. What the world cares about is the Middle East. So, hey, all you Russian studies folks, go do something else. Or uh, at least you might not be able to focus on uh, Russia-related topics. So th- this is important because um, the job market, the amount of support, the amount of funding, if you want to be research-focused, you get uh, coming out of that degree. Um, the market for it, it really depends on the tides of the tides of what's popular in the, in the world. And you never know. Um, you know, I remember for a while, Middle East studies was super popular. It's definitely still kind. It's still very relevant, but it's become less popular uh, as Russia and China have taken more to forefront of international relations. Obviously, if you speak, if you're someone who speaks Arabic with an area studies in the Middle East, your chance of getting a job are pretty good. But again, the forefront of attention isn't towards the Middle East as it once was. So, um, and this matters because I'm watching people that I know who focus on area studies and are about like eight, 10 years removed from graduate school. And they spent a good chunk of their career thinking about their area of focus, uh, China, Russia, Middle East, whatever. And then they want to pivot into something else. And then they realize, oh, I've been focused on this area for so long, it's kind of like difficult to pivot into something else um, that doesn't involve my area. So I better keep on focusing on my area and find a job related to my area, which, and like I previously mentioned, depends on the popularity uh, of the region or country at the moment. That being said, I do have seen people uh, who did manage to pivot from an area to more broadly oriented uh role, even domestic role. I, kn- I know someone who went from uh, air, international relations perspective to domestic 
policy-oriented job. It does happen. But it was definitely a, a harder barrier to get over. Uh, ultimately, you know, at, at the end of the day, to a certain extent, like, you can pivot however you want, but they're just challenges uh, with and if, if you leave your area of interest. So my perspective is that if you love it, if you love the area, know you love it, love culturally, love traveling there, know you want love traveling there, uh, it, you want to live and breathe it, and pretty sure that's what you want to do for the rest of your life, go for air studies. Um, as for the degree programs themselves, they tend to be younger uh, in terms of the average student population. Um, we're going, you're going to have jobs really directly related to your area. You're, I mean, you're not going to really have um, like that many consulting or private sector opportunities. I mean, you might have some niche ones out there, but the general pipelines for consulting are going to be limited. Uh, the exception might be Deloitte. I've seen Deloitte hiring around some area studies uh, programs every now and then. All right. Um, so that's the area studies degree. And then a, the, the alternative degree would be uh, kind of like a, gen a general master's in international relations uh, or equivalent type program. And there, it, now you could still you could still kind of like decide how you want to manage your studies. You could still have an area of studies focus uh, through a more generalist program by picking your classes, uh, your classes, uh, your career trajectory, your research projects, whatever, toward being area of studies focused. Um, so that when you do that, I mean, you have the benefit that you have a network that is more generalist oriented and access to pipelines that are just broadly hiring from within the IR school. So you, I wouldn't say you completely close yourself off to any opportunities. You, ju you just uh, are kind of more fixated, fixated towards a certain area. Now, I would say if someone wants to do a functional approach to uh, IR, uh, you know, general a generalist program is the way to go. Um, so, if you're if you're interested in international food trade, international agriculture trade, so a generalist program would ge be the best bet in terms of uh, learning about function across uh, a certain set of regions of interest. And. Uh, the other reason why it's prop it's helpful for to be in journalist programs is that they it's logistically much easier to do cross collaborations with the other resources within the university. So, for example, if you are a global health person and go to a generalist international relations program, you're you're going to have a much better uh, opportunity to collaborate with the medical school or um, public health school if there is one. Or if you're uh, trade-related, sanctions-related, you're going to have a much better chance of co collaborating with the business school. So, um, I mean, it's not that the area studies folks can't. It's just a little bit harder to logistically from, from what I've seen. Um, so ultimately, in terms of whether someone picks an area studies approach or functional focus approach, for me, it's about long-term outlook. Me personally, um, when I was... Thinking about the IR space, I was going towards a, a generalist, uh, functional focus approach. And the reason is because I want flexibility. Um, 
I want flexibility, not be locked in a certain area. And also, I personally probably would have gone towards a basket of uh, focus areas, a basket of related focus areas. So my thought process at the time was that I would focus on uh, uh, offensive uh, national power projection. So that involves a little bit economic, a little bit of military, and a little bit uh, soft power to a certain extent. Um, so, so, so yeah, so that would have made sense for me. Um, to a certain point, everyone can customize what they want to focus on. But uh, when, when you have a when you go functional approach, um, the, way, the, the other reason why it appealed to me is just that, hey, I just saw that it was a lot easier to pivot into things beyond government down the line. Um, actually, I would say a lot of the people that I seen pivot to uh, private sector after a certain number of years in government, after an IR program, were people who were took the functional area approach um and actually it's become i'm seeing that's becoming more and more common for people to go from government to private sector uh after after like about four or five years post graduate from ir program so yes so i think i want to wrap up with just saying uh, that it's very good for someone to know what their long-term goals are at least uh, 10 years out. I, I mean, you're not married to your choice if you want to go for area studies approach or functional focus approach of learning, but it can impact your career trajectory, your academic experience, and pivot opportunities uh, for the next 10 years of your life. So I think it's important for people to know themselves really, really well. Um, I, and if they're really passionate about something and know they're going to be passionate about something and have an adventure to be focused on an area, then you, you go for it. You, you do what, if that makes you happy. But if you're someone that wants flexibility like me, then, uh, you know, functional focus or basket functional focuses is probably the best thing. All right. Hope this is helpful and, uh, glad to make some IR focus content as well and more to come. Thank you very much.